Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast, My Hero Academia Edition. Today, we are continuing the Class 1A, Class 1B mixed match tag team fights that we had our first one last month. So today, we have Mr. What is his correct? Sweets Hero Sugar Man and Mina, a.k.a. Pinky, first becoming a mainstay now. She Mage, a.k.a. Mushroom Girl, and Mr. Can't Stop Twinkling. Uh, so those are the two on twos we got today. We have our My Hero Enthusiast with us, Miss Andrea Alanese. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Martin? I am doing well. I'm doing well. It's the second time in a row your least favorite woman is back. I know. I uh, I just... She she will not go away. She's she's a fungus that just keeps, you know, cropping up. And since we've already talked about her at, um, a lot the last episode, we're going to focus on the other three people, three people who also have fallen to the wayside um, in the current story in the My Hero Academia anime going into season six. So first, let's talk about the team of Saito and Mina. What do you like about the individuals and them as a team and what you would want from them going forward? So, I mean, as a team, I kind of like them in the sense that Pinky can be more, can be more long range. And I know she can get up close to use her acid in more like close combat, but close combat is not her specialty. But Sugar Man is more of a brawler so like he he can be you know close quarters whereas she can be you know support from the outside um so i do like that they kind of balance each other out in that sense um i i like the both of them like individually as people because so far like mina especially is very outgoing very friendly seems to be able to get along with anybody and everybody we don't get to see Sugar Man interact with a whole bunch of people very much throughout this series in any sort of like majorly impactful way. But what we have seen of his, he's he seems pretty mellow. He seems pretty easygoing and that he is a team player and is willing to kind of go along with the flow. So he's not necessarily like any sort of strong personality that's going to dominate Pinky or like try to run the team his way. like. If it was Bakugo, like, obviously, these are two very different personality types. So I enjoy that the both of them can, you know, work easily on a team. I do kind of, like, wonder who would pull more of a leadership role. My gut says Pinky only because she's, like, so energetic. But I I don't quite remember how their, you know, like, school scores stack up. I, I think Sugar Man had better scores. And is better at school than Mina is. But when it comes to combat, I don't think we I've seen enough to say one of them is more suited to strategize than the other. And I think I would like to see more of their like personal strengths and their their abilities to fight singularly as well as together. Um, because like you said, like they fall into the wayside. Pinky did have more of an impact during the um class 1a class versus class 1b than sugar man did but 
I feel like he's kind of always been in the background, like other than when they were doing the testing, but he, he just kind of is there, unfortunately. And I wish we would see more of him. And cause in some ways his quirk is somewhat similar to like fat gums in that it, it's like food based, obviously the properties um, show themselves in very different ways. But I thought that would be cool to kind of have the two of them meet down the road. And like, I don't know. I also think it would be super cute for Sugar Man to start baking <laughs> for Fat Gum. Like after joining his agency or whatever. Because it's obviously been stated that he's a good baker. So in terms of like leading wise, I think Mina would, I guess, quote unquote, be the leading one. Just because she's more outgoing overall than what sugar man is sugar man is only outgoing when it comes to baking and in terms of baking which is his element he every week people didn't know every week in the dorms he bakes sweets and shares them with the classmates and calls it sugar time oh oh sugar time that's so funny for those who don't know and since you know you're probably the biggest momo fan i know he pairs his sweets with momo's tea to create gourmet night so they have a once they have a once a week gourmet night at the house. That's so cute. And he Aww. can also cook other foods because he cooked at the Christmas party. So I just feel like it's um with Sugar Man, and this is a common thing for anyone, you're very comfortable in one certain element. I mean, you for yourself, I mean, like initially you're like not an outgoing person like no. Mina, but like in this my hero academia element, you are very outgoing <laughs> and very well, ready to talk about it once you know other people are ready to talk about. It. I don't know if you've ever seen like the baby Yoda Grogu meme. Oh my where he's gosh, like, yes. where he's like peeking out and people and like the one that everyone sent to me is like, oh, when you hear strangers talking about like Batman and you pop your head out. You're yes. just like, oh, my oh. God, yes, 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 yes. It's just like, oh, when you hear people talking about My Hero Academia and they're not mean, and then you both oh. know. <laughs> so, so that in real life sense, because that's what a lot of people, they have one thing that they are, they could be super outgoing with, and then everything else, they're quiet. I think more people are more like Sugar Man than Mina, because Mina's just, she's been outgoing since she was a child. Yeah, since day one. She's been out and about out saying that i'm here not oh that was a bad choice of words considering all my slogan is i am here but <laughs> basically she's not she's not shy she's not uh doesn't really at least from what we've seen struggle with any sort of like self-confidence issues mm -hmm. and so it's i don't want to say it's easier but you know in the sense that you fully accept yourself you don't care about impressing other people or making sure you don't disappoint other people she's just 100 herself which is very enjoyable to watch and like something to aspire to and i will say that personally for myself i won't say that for other people but i find it inspirational or I aspirational think, i think the biggest thing with sugar man is he's very he's a very straightforward fighter like he's yeah. close range that's really all he can do like he has to take 10 grams of sugar to convert that into strength and then he's super duperty strong on that and then you asked about the scores from the midterms this is where 
it does get a little bad because Mina, because since she was part of uh, Momo's tutoring tutoring squad, Mina yeah. was second to last. Ooh, in the ouch. mid, and Saito was twelve, but it's like okay. twelve out of twenty. Right, so. so he's just below half, but like yeah. that's still way better than Mina. Yeah, Mina's second to last. The person who scored the worst was, was Denki. Yeah, of course. It's like I mean, he's. I don't want to say like the class idiot, like he's stupid, <laughs> but he's not good at school, and we all know he's not good at school. Yeah, um, so that that hurts from, <laughs> I guess, intelligent type stand standpoint in regards to that how do you think their quirks would mesh with each other i don't think their quirks are really going to play off of each other directly just because his is so like physically personal to him he has to ingest the sh sugar to basically get you know extra strong so i don't know how that could physically or just more so physically incorporate with Mina's acid mm -hmm. other than kind of like a he's in there with the one-two punch and then she sh you know shoots some acid from behind or from blind spot whatever at somebody like I think they can tag team and coordinate a strategy maybe not the most intricate or you know next level strategy like Momo would do since they don't seem to at this point have very good strategic minds um at least from their test scores so i i think it would be pretty straightforward in that you know he would be in the front she would be sniping kind of in the back or laying some sort of acid trap because i don't think we've seen her kind of just leave like spray acid into an area to potentially trap or trick or whatever anything like that but yeah i don't know about kind of being able to use them in a in a way that combines them to be used together like simultaneously i guess yeah i think that'd be it'd be hard because i don't know what mina would want to do if she would want to stay back because she i mean with her athletic ability which she's very agile probably the most athletic person in class 1a and and like that acid too i was just thinking from a fact that if she because Obviously, when they were doing like the provisional license thing, she was able to make those as shields to block mm -hmm. like those balls, which is really cool. And obviously, she had the combo with Mineta that took out a lot of those people when they were fighting in season five. I was just wondering if she can get to a point where she can control the temperature of it that somehow she can make like shields for her teammates. Got you. Okay. So, like, if she ever got to like that point where she could provide shielding for her teammates, or I mean, I'm going way off on this one, but like, I saw that she could put the acid on herself potentially. So, like, you right. can't touch her, but can she even extend that further? She can make shields. Can she make like a Naruto thing, like acid clones? Yeah. Like acid like doubles. So, that'd be. Because I feel like in the terms of fighting and like the quirk and all that, she has more potential than Sugar Man just because yeah. of the versatility of her quirk. Unless Sugar Man can get to some ungodly levels of strength. But I feel like he would have been like the perfect teammate with uh, Uraraka 
Yeah. Because I was just thinking about like the gravity making him more lightweight. That potentially, you know, he can get up there closer, almost like another Naruto shadow, like what the Tsukage did with the Rakage, mm-hmm. fighting like lightening him up. But that team up will be interesting. And they're going up against, we already know what she can do. We, we already hate what she can do. Well, I shouldn't say we. I hate what she can do. I'm still salty about it, miss. I'm going to choke you the hell out. Like, well, no. You, you wouldn't be salty if it didn't happen to your people. I still thought that was way, like, like okay, Bakugo uses explosions, and he says, like, like I'm going to kill you, die, whatever, all the time. And with an explosive quirk, you would think that would happen, or, like, more inju- more serious injuries would happen more often. No. This chick put somebody down could not breathe like that was a level that i was not expecting in my hero at that point so like even if it would if she would have been in class 1a and did it to somebody in class 1b that's gotcha that's like oh no like that 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 was too far like i understand that you know oh i'm forgetting his name sukuyomi um Mm -hmm was like chill about it he's like yeah you know you're supposed to go all out whatever and i'm like no we're not going for the throat here like literally no this is train this is training if if y'all were going for the throat like that bakugo would have accidentally killed several people by now like let's well i also think on purpose but it's fine well he always says the kill thing because i was going to do in her credit and bakugo's credit because bakugo says that thing but he has complete control of his quirk so he's never going to kill someone just like this girl she showed complete control of her quirk. If she wanted to kill all of them, she could have done it. Which is the scary part. Like, just imagine if she became a villain. And that's why it's like one of those things where, like, nobody, obviously, with Shinsho's background, like making those assumptions of, like, oh, you have a brainwashing quirk. Like, oh, that's such a villain quirk. And like typecasting him mm-hmm. at a time, like, oh, you're going to be a villain because your quirk could be easily used to be a villain. Just I'm surprised nobody like even made that comment ab- about that because like seriously that would be hella dangerous. Like I mean, it is hella dangerous already, but knowing that she's fighting for the good guys puts you slightly at ease. But at this point, we don't know if the good guys are all actual good guys because you know, back to the Meta Liberation Army, we see a superhero. We we see one episode all of a sudden, you know, talking to the Meta Liberation Army like their buddies. It's like wait, so. The good guys might not actually even be good guys. She could be the traitor. <laughs> we don't know. It's crazy. We don't know. So. Because we, uh, yeah, because her abilities, like what she showed in that fight, I was just like, wow. And she really has no, like, she's a long range person. She has no physical, like, really physical hand to hand close range that we saw. No. I, I would just, I mean, whoever makes this hand-to-hand academy i mean the two the one person you love momo and the other person you hate both of them could go in there and I, they need it they both need it they both need to know how to throw hands and like defend themselves momo needs more training with her with her weapons like i'm sorry i'm getting now that i think about it i get 10 10 vibes from momo being like a weapon specialist because she always brings out that staff he but does. we haven't really seen her use it very effectively so it's just like do you you know how to use this weapon you keep making this weapon weapon but we haven't seen you actually use it to its full capacity and i really hope they don't tend tend her in the sense that you know she in the future gets her butt beat and then never really shows that she's able to 
hold her own in hand-to-hand combat. Well, I think, I don't think they could, well, they could cast her in that role, but since she already has a quote-unquote rival she's trying to catch up to. Yeah. Like, because that's another thing too. 10-10, her last real one-on-one fight, she got destroyed by Tamar. Tamari. And then she never had like a one-on-one fight again. They never had a rematch. Nope. Depending on where the story goes, if it goes the whole Midoriya Omega centric and no one else truly matters, then yeah. Or no, Ken, yeah. Ken knows it. That's gonna be the last time Momo gets a one-on-one fight. If they go have another rematch. I feel like the writers would have it Momo's way so they could be technically like one and one yeah. against each other. Unless they just have Momo keep losing, which. That would be rude. That would be really, really rude. But I mean, writers can do whatever they want. They don't care about our feelings. No, no they, they don't. They, well, they care about the feelings in regards to the sales and what and how their story is going to be perceived. Well, I guess not the writers. The companies behind the writers yeah. care about the sales. But Momo, Momo equals sales for the cosplayers. For multiple reasons, yeah. Cosplayers and the waifus and all that. So, I mean, she will be around, just don't know how prominent. But, yeah, this is a long-range team because can't stop twinkling. You want to talk about yeah. someone who hasn't had really <laughs> a relevant thing since season three. I, I mean, you got two long-range fighters and what do you think about him i ayama just has a soft has a little soft place in my heart because he it's just like first watch through i'm like bro you're so weird second watch through i'm like (laughs) okay you do you you know you you you've always had that sparkle about you because when we see the flashback of him being really little like Mm -hmm. oh my god that's so adorable I still laugh at the fact, like, I was so freaked out during that little, like, snippet. I don't remember which season it was that he was, like, being kind of creepy with Midoriya, leaving him, like, cheese notes uh, outside his window in the middle of the night. Like, what uh, What was that message that he left? It was, like, I know your secret or I, I know something. And it put Midoriya, like, over the moon with anxiety. It was either the end of season four or going into season four because that's also the same season where he was asking like Momo if she likes Midori. It was the beginning of season four, beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love the fact that he was the one that like finally pointed out like the girls hadn't really figured it out yet. Um, oh my gosh, yes. Oh, he's that in, guy. In that sense, knows. I feel like he's also a little bit of a shit stirrer because like that's that's something you like <laughs> you notice from a distance and you like kind of sit and watch what happens. The fact that he like brings it up to the, up to her during their exam, like mm-hmm. eh, bad timing, bro. Not good because didn't they didn't they fit? No, they almost failed because Uraka got so embarrassed she let go of the handlebars when they were fighting thirteen. And yeah. yeah, because she got all embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, because the only people who failed that provisional thing from one A was Bakugo and Shoto. No, 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 it wasn't the provisional exam. It was their, like, final exam or the midterm oh, exam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Against, where like, they, it was her and Can't Stop. It was Uraraka and Can't Stop Twinkling or Uravity and Can't Stop Twinkling against 13. Mm-hmm. And, like, 13's using her, like, space void, you know, finger thing. Yeah. And they're literally holding onto the bars for basically dear life. And he's like, you like Midoriya, don't you? And she's like, huh? Face goes red. Let's go the handlebars. 
or the the bar. And so then, you know, they, they failed. They had to do extra. It was kind of threatened that they wouldn't be able to go on the summer camp or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was before the attack during the um, summer training stuff with the, um, what were they called? It was the pussycats or uh, pussy dolls. Oh, the pussycat doll reincarnation. Yeah. 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 So what do you think of, I mean, he's not close range at all. So he's naval lasering long distance all the way. So what do you, how do you think him and Mushroom Girl are going to coexist? I think he's going to let her take the lead. I think he's going to kind of be like back up to like help keep Sugar Man and Nina away from her. So that way she can, you know, spread her spores, get the fungus all out. We know her trump card. Essentially, you know, if they're in that training space with all of that industrial kind of like, I don't call it waste. The industrial landscape, they're hiding to start with. They're kind of setting up a base operations. That favors her quirk. And then for him, because the other two aren't necessarily like built for stealth, they would be stealthy. But once they're spotted, he would basically be shooting his naval laser at them to keep them away from her or at bay as much as he can. Obviously, he can't do anything uh, to protect her from Nina's acid other than maybe take one shot to his armor for her. But I also don't necessarily see that from him immediately. Like, I know he's trying to be a hero, but he's also, we've seen him struggle with being courageous. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like we saw initially, like Mineta, I don't want to say being cowardly because it is scary. They are high school students. They were attacked by real villains. Like, Mm -hmm that he struggled with being stepping up in those crisis moments. And so we haven't really seen can't stop twinkling quite do that yet. So I think he would struggle to potentially take one full shot of acid for mushroom girl, but I don't think he would necessarily have to, I maybe he would just, I think he would let her take the lead. I think he would also have to be, very careful like he always is about how often and for how long he's shooting his naval laser i really do hope they kind of get he gets that figured out because i i understand how it correlates to midoriya's quirk in that like his body's not able to sustain the use of his quirk without hurting him but it's just kind of sad because we we know why midoriya has that issue and we're seeing him overcome it can't stop twinkling we we know he has this issue he has the belt but we his progress on being able to use it freely and without as many side effects is a lot slower than Midoriya's so I feel bad for him in that sense um but yeah I think that's also like it's the age-old thing can the close-range people get to the long-range people before they lose right so is Mina's shield strong enough? Like if she's making shields or whatever, are they strong enough to take the naval lasers? Like that's a question we got to ask ourselves. I think actually, I don't know. I feel like it might be able to stop the the level of strength of the naval laser, but I think that naval laser is getting through mm-hmm. the acid shield. Maybe if not on the first like shot, definitely the second, if she's using the same shield. Um, yeah, no, I think it would it would pierce. It would probably just be weaker by the time it gets through. Because, I mean, her acid is uh, 
viscous, so it's thick. Um, but I don't, I have a hard time imagining Sugar Man getting close enough to the both of them after Mushroom Girl's able to set up her, you know, choke out spores. Like, I just don't see how during the phase of like, you know, find the other team, because the best strategy for Can't Stop Twinkling and Mushroom Girl is to stay put for her to oh, set yeah. that up. Oh, yeah. They're so, not coming in close. No. Right. So for her to set that up. So I'm automatically assuming that's already set up. They get close enough to them. They spot them, whatever. They start fighting. She's just going to activate those spores and there's nothing they can they can do do about it. Like what? Yeah, they, they can't don't have it. Momo to make disinfectant. They didn't have disinfectant going in. They can't have they don't have gas masks going in or whatever particle locking apparatuses in front of their nose and mouth. So like, I, I don't see it happening that they're able to get close to do any damage or, you know, apprehend them. Yeah. I think it all relies on Mia. Like if for them to even have a chance, like her ass is just going to have to really evolve to an Omega level doing shields even like the mushrooms on the ground, like her shooting her acid out, like Shoto does the ice, if she can get to that level, which would be crazy because right. then you're burning all of those mushrooms. But then again, like the stuff in the air, getting your throat, like, but she's not at that level yet. If she gets to that level, then Mina is going to be a very dangerous person in the My Hero Academia world. But yeah. I just feel like this combination of team, if Mina doesn't like truly evolve or get the main character boost in this fight, they can't win because they, they can't. And it's no offense to Sugar Man. It's just he has to get close and he can't get he close in this. Right. Although I will amend my statement because while you were talking, I had an idea because like like you mentioned with the shield that she's also able to cover herself in armor to be like, don't you can't touch me. Mm -hmm. What if she made acid mass for the both of them? Because if it covered their nose and mouth, they can't get any of those spores into their throat to potentially like have trouble breathing. But do they do they know this about that ahead of time going into this fight? And I thought we were assuming they were for the last fight. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I would assume one of them would have thought of this idea if she's able to do that. I think she can definitely for herself. Because we've seen her cover herself. Um, but I don't know if she'd be able to control it to not burn a teammate. Because like using a shield for somebody else is one thing. Having that acid be like on on his body, I don't I don't think he would be able to do she would be able to do that for him. So Yeah, that's that's the in problem that equation, too. she would still be able to fight and she could get in close and like burn all the fungus that's on the ground. Or fungi, excuse me, fungi on the ground. She's got, you know, her protection from those chokeout spores. Mm -hmm. The, I mean, can't stop twinkling. A mushroom girl don't have any sort of defense if she does attack them with acid directly. So, I think it would depend on if she can do that mask or not. If that mask would be effective. Yeah, but the also thing with canon wise is depending if she would think of that because we already said she's not right, right. She's not she's the not best that, thinker. Right. Yeah, I I was hope I was think I was I was kind of banking that Sugar Man would come up with that because like 
if they're if they're aware, they are both blatantly aware of the fact that Mushroom Girl has an attack that invades their respiratory system. So thinking of a like a way to protect themselves, I figured the two of them would have to try to think about it. And my money would be on Sugar Man, unfortunately, to potentially think of, hey, you can, you know, cover yourself and you don't get burned with your acid. Why don't you do that? And he could do like a surprise attack from long range throwing shit to get them out of their base. That's true. I, I, yeah, but I guess also with the problem with him too, it's just like he's never been shown to be that person right. in the series. So like, hey, randomly, let's come up with a plan. And then you're just looking around like, oh, Sugar Man has a plan. Let's follow yeah, it. Yeah, like good on you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's we never... haven't seen it, so we don't we don't know. But I think yeah, it would it would hinge on their combined either one of them ability to come up with that plan and her being able to execute at least for herself a sort of like acid mask. Otherwise, yeah. it's completely you know mushroom growing can't stop twinkling's fight. Yeah, it's wild because then if we're talking about her evolving, if Mushroom Girls evolves and like anytime you get near her, you instantly get poisoned. Like, like <sighs> if, if she evolves to that point too, where if Acid Girl, if Picky's coming in with like a acid avatar or like in front of like a Susano, but then she has like all the stuff around her that like, oh, you just touch her on contact and you instantly get poisoned. Then you're in a whole bit of noise. Right. So we're all banking on like their evolution, but currently right now it's just it's a big question mark, but also we kind of know that we'd have to lean towards Mushroom Girl just because of what we've seen from her. Mm-hmm. I still don't like her. Like, uh frustrating. She frustrates me. Uh yeah. I mean, but she does she also has the medicine. She has the cure to her stuff too, because she did put down Tokuyami, who's one of the top five strongest people in that on class one A. Well, she would be evil if she used a move like that and didn't have the antidote. Like, I'm sorry, because like at that point, you could you. It's more likely that somebody will die. Or she just like, wanted to win so badly, and that she lost control of her quirk. I mean, Midoriya's lost control. Aries lost control. People lose control. See, but from what we've from what I've understood is that most people that have grown up with their quirk and like had effective training with their quirk don't normally like lose control. Midoriya, obviously we know he just got his quirk. His body's not, you know, able to handle his quirk so much right now. He's also manifesting new quirk. Ari is still like a very small child. She's got emotional, physical, and mental <laughs> abuse built up trauma tied to her quirk so like she hasn't had the opportunity and the idea is moving forward once she's had training she really shouldn't be losing control of her quirk so not to say it's not possible for everyone else to lose control of their quirks but i i haven't really seen it outside of those two characters and both of them are extremely special cases unless you get some backstory like oh this and this this happened but who knows on that but it looks like mushroom girl it can't stop twinkling take the win on this one we'd love to see if all these four of these people evolve or all four of these people get more screen time for sure more screen time yes but we'll see on that in other my hero academia news the two 
OVAs that are coming. Uh, we're getting two summer OVAs. They're going to be in theaters in Japan through the 16th and 19th. Uh, My Hero Academia is also holding a My Hero Academia Ultra event on the 24th, July 24th in Japan, which is including the premiere of the first episode of My Hero Academia Season 6 ahead of its planned fall 2022 broadcast. And the first OVA is the old Japanese anime pastime, the sports episode. Looks like you're going to have the Hero League Baseball, which didn't know there is a hero league and Andrew. I don't know if you've seen the picture of the baseball people who are on the baseball cover, but uh, I know I've seen it. I don't remember every single person who's on there, but I'm super excited that Bat Gum's on there. He's Love right. That. He's right in the middle. And the biggest thing on this cover, besides like the baseball in the middle being like all my space, yeah. there are no main characters on it. You got I mean, there's Mineta, there's Fat Gum, there's Orca, there's Mount Lady, there's Saito, who we just talked about, there's Jiro, there's, yeah, there's different, they're not the main, main characters, which I do like if these Me characters too. are going to get their own focused OVA, and then I feel like the next OVA will have the, uh, the, the other typical, main, yeah, the typical ones. And then for those who have been waiting also, My Hero Academia World's Hero Mission is available for pre-order on Fandango, Vudu, any place you buy movies digitally. So you can pre-order that movie. And whenever it drops, it'll instantly be in your movie thing. So, yeah. Andrew, anything else on the My Hero thing you want to talk about? No, I'm just really excited to see those OVAs. I actually did not know that we were going to get like an early release of the first episode for season six. So I'm super hyped about that. I had no oh, idea yeah. until you just said it. So like, that's Breaking awesome. News, which means it'll be out there. And then just the way the world works, unless they take everyone's cell phones in that Japan arena, it's going to get leaked. It'll for be sure. pro- It'll be bad quality on youtube or instagram do we care though like do we do we care Uh, (laughs) if it starts off with a fight i will care i will care because i i do want high quality fights especially if it's starting like let's just say their first episode is the war like flash forward yeah and people are dying and then they're like how did we get here and then the rest of season six is showing all of that so that'd be that'd be crazy so, Andrew, what would you like to do next month? Would you like to do another battle? Would you like to talk about a subject in My Hero? I would like to do one more battle, and I specifically do not want Mushroom Girl in it. Like, I, I, no. All right. One more. One more. All right. Tease. I'm hoping we actually get to pull more Class 1B people. Let's see. Let's see. I will. And we will generate teams okay uh what number which what numbers do you want one through 20. one through 20 we're gonna go eight and 17. oh all right so we said number eight i will drop those names in the box for you in the chat so this is team eight. 
they are different people. I don't think they've been. Yeah. I don't know the second one, but the first one's Vine, Vine Girl. Yep. So let's see who first one is Vine Girl. Let me pull up the second one really, really quickly. Who's Shoda? Is that is that the guy that wears the like? Yep. He's the guy who wears the scouter. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's a whole class of B team. All right. All right. And team 17. I swear, please, please no. Not oh, mushroom. this? No, it's not mushroom girl, but this is Oh. This is interesting. This is who actually is it? very who is interesting. It? I will post their names and you're gonna be like, oh my goodness. And this is team 17. Oh my god. Oh that is yes. very interesting. Yes. Endo and Uraraka team yes. Oh my god, yes. Oh, they would make, uh, I want them to be friends. I want us to see them develop a friendship in the show. Cause like, I think they would be great friends. Oh, is, yes. Okay. I, I think the well, previewing, I got to remember what, uh, he's around. Yeah. What, uh, the, <laughs> the baby saying, <laughs> the baby saying's quirk is. He's allowed to, uh, his quirk allows him to strike a target, then remotely make the same point of contact spirit. So you can basically, That's right, that he's every got, like, one hit, he, like, yep. double, double contact or double impact. Ooh, yeah. That's going to be actually very interesting. Him and Vine Girl, who we do respect Miss Vine Girl on here because she is very Heck yeah, we do. Versus Kendo and Uaraka, who uh, Uaraka was ranked. I picked good numbers this time. Yes. I need Thank to, you. Because Uraraka was ranked in our top three strongest women at the end of season. And Kendo, I believe, I mean, we we had switched, I think, five and six. But Kendo was either number five or number six when we did yeah, top. Yeah, definitely got to check as of right now because we got to keep this list for all of eternity because it's going to always, yeah. change. Back. Always circling back. So we got to find that. Oh, my goodness. But that is, those were, that's going to be very interesting. Like, I don't know where i'm leaning right now i don't know either i just i'm so excited also like maybe this is presumptuous of me but i'm super excited that it's three girls and one boy that's well, that's a good one so uh, my from the list that i had because i remember having moment we had uraka and kendo three and four I think I had Kendo as five. I you had can't five, pull up yeah. my list right now. I just remember you and I had, I think, Momo and Kendo switched. Yeah, because I had Momo at five, and there was times where uh, she could not have been five and lower, but I had right. Vine around six. So yeah. this is a so we got three of we got three of our top ten strongest women at the end of season, season uh, five. five of the class one A, class one B, and Toga on yeah. there so that's that's gonna be interesting i'm excited and, and by then also uh spoilers permitting we will also have some news and stuff about potentially the episode the ovas we'll hear about the ovas and maybe snippets from season six hopefully anything hopefully. anything else andrea Nope, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the next one. Not that I wasn't excited for this one, but I'm sure the listeners hearing my excitement in this episode versus the end of the last one is way different. So, well, yeah, I think, no, I'm good. 
I think it just obviously it's because someone on here you don't like, but you also know is very strong. Yeah. And you don't like picking her, even though she got the dub here. But with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the My Hero Academia podcast. We'll be back next month. We have a very interesting two on two. We might have some news about season six. We might have some news about the OVAs. Hopefully Crunchyroll gets the OVA so that we can both watch them, the baseball episodes and all of that. With that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.